Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. So I built my mom a house from the ground up. Never did it before. Straight built a crib. Spent $4.1 million on that crib. 15,000 square feet, indoor pool. Amazing, 15,000 square feet crib, everything you ever could imagine was in the house. And when you go through a bankruptcy, you got a decision to make. At the time, I owned four homes. But you can keep a home. I mean, you keep what you can afford. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm trying to, obviously, when you go through a bankruptcy, if you can get rid of everything and start over and give yourself a fresh start, so I'm trying to make the smartest decision. I don't want to keep the four cribs and show everybody in the world, oh, I still got it and I can't really afford it. No, it's a one-time shot. So I'm like, listen. And I asked my mom, I said, what do you want to do? And the first time I broke down, and she said, let the house go. We had to fight to get a meal, yeah. Wrongfully accused, we had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he got to eat, you know, despite, despite your skills. Fat. Keep it riding for the fam, you got to light the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past bad, work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah. And my family needed bread, I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. I am athlete parlay. We did hot, 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 hot. These are guaranteed wins. I'm gonna take Arizona over San Fran. Whoa. It's all about matchups, understanding who's playing against who. It's a game of chess. It's your boy, B. Marshall, AKA Steph Curry Jr. I know everybody like, hey, did he really make that shot? Yeah, I made that shot. I'm working on my form all day. Here's the deal. Football season's over. Now we're focused on the NBA season. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure you download the app. Anything you do on a platform, use promo code ATHLETE, show a lot of love. Here's the deal. On this platform, when we're talking about basketball season, you can do same game parlays, download the app, new users. If you bet $1 and that team wins, you get 150 in free bet. Got it? DraftKings Sportsbook. Woo. ATHLETE is the promo code. Maybe we'll get DraftKings to put a bet or a little something on, on, on the platform. When it comes to me, can Brandon hit 10 free throws in a row? Can Brandon hit, you know, 10 threes in a row? Would y'all bet that? We'll see, stay tuned. DraftKings.com is the sports book. I Am Athlete is the platform. Parlay, I Am Athlete, all day. Promo code athlete, let's get it. Honey B, you 
deserve or you desire So fly away like butterfly to what you admire Only you can hinder you from truly reaching triumph I'm destined for greatness because I imagine that My skin light but baby I am blacker than black I got a mean code switch voice for work type black I'm so Story time with Antoine Walker. Tell us about the legendary story with you, MJ, and Kevin Hart. <laughs> First of all, let me just say this. Me and Michael are, are, are great friends, and, and um, we spent a lot of time together. It was one of the best times of my life. We would actually, you know, we would gamble, go to casinos together, and, and we out of town, and in town we go play, we gamble. And this particular time, Kevin Hart used to actually come to Chicago. Right. And we used to have a comedy show. So before Kevin became Kevin, you know, I used to bring Kevin in, and um, he came in and do the comedy show and participated in my weekend. And so I got to know Kevin on a personal level, and one time he got to hang out with us. He got that. You see what he said? Well, like, he got to hang well, out with us. This is the old Kevin. Now, you got to remember how the story's being told. Now, that's the old Kevin. Right. This is the Kevin I used to pay 3500 to. Yeah. This ain't the Kevin that get billions now. This is different Kevin right. type of Kevin. He used to give me a deal back in the day and let me just pay him 3500 so I, I appreciate that. But he got to hang out with us gambling one time. So we all at the blackjack table, you know, playing or whatever. Mike likes to play three, four spots. So Kevin misread the chips. So he thought I was actually betting when Michael was betting, you know what I mean? You know, Mike is different. Mike may bet 25000 a hand. I, I was stayed in my lane, two, 3000 a hand, you know, staying, you know, the table was beating us. They was getting the best of us. You know what I mean? So Kevin just seen a, me continue trying to think I was keeping up with Mike. But I technically wasn't keeping up with him. I was still playing. Right. But I wasn't keeping up with him in the domination. And it, it went to the night where I had to, I hit my limit. You hit your limit? I hit my limit, bro. And um, I had to sit down and um, watch Mike play. Right, right. And uh, that, that, that's what Kevin's talking about. So that's, he, he got a chance to witness that. When I first got drafted to Denver Broncos, DJ, Deej, you were already there two years or a year? I was there two years. So, like, Rod Smith, OG, comes pick me up one day after uh, practice, off season before the season even starts. And he takes me to his house. And uh, we're going to Al Wilson's house, okay? We stop at his house first. We go in his basement. Now, I, I come to the house, I'm like, yo, look at my mom's crib in Atlanta. You know, we go in the basement, there's boxes everywhere. And I'm like, Rod, why you, what's all these boxes? And he said, oh, B, I started 10 companies. And, 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 and nine of them failed. They said, <laughs> he said, he said, they say one out of 10 break through. So I started 10 companies, right? And so this is all my companies right here, okay? And then while we're sitting in the basement, he also said, I want to be clear with you clear to you with one thing he said don't try to keep up with myself with Al we're gonna go to his house you never seen his house before Champ Bailey Jake Plummer John Lynch don't try to keep up that's where you go wrong so that's why I asked you I was like what do you mean by keeping up because a OG came to me early and said don't try to keep up meaning like when you pull up in the parking lot you see those Mercedes Benz and the Range Rovers and, and you pull up to Al's house and it's like, wow, we in Parker, Colorado, and we talking about 10,000 square feet, don't keep up. That's, that's tougher to not do than to say it because these, your teammates are your, now your new friends. Right. So 
they going to Vegas. They got villas, right? They they throwing thirty, forty thousand at a table. Markers. They're on PJs. They got markers, markers. right? So it's a tough situation because you find yourself wanting to be around your peers and build that camaraderie while at the same time not keeping up. And I think what was good about Denver, when I mean, they taught me while I was young, right? And I'll, I'll be honest, I rode on seven of Champ PJs, didn't pay, a single, didn't pay a single dime. We're in Oakland, we beat the Raiders. They don't wanna fly back home. It's Champ, it's Rod Smith, it's myself, and I think it's like two other guys. We find that PJ chant, tell me, say, oh man, you know, my credit card ain't working. I said, oh boy, I got it. I never knew what it cost. At that time, from Oakland to, to just, the, it was 27,000. Mm. One way. I, one way. I put my card down, right? We did our little thing in Vegas. Put my card down again to get back to Denver. The next week, next Wednesday, I'm looking at Champ eating breakfast. The boy just eating. <laughs> All right, so on Thursday, I'm looking at him again, just eating. I'm just looking at him again. He's just eating. We, we small talking. I ain't saying nothing. My financial advisor, hey, you got $54,000 and whatever. I didn't say nothing for about two, three months. So then I finally said something to Champ. And he was like, I just want to check what, what type of dude you was, bro. And from there, I understood that you, when you want to have a team, you want to have that camaraderie, right? You talk about keeping up. You understand that guys on a team are important, but they can't keep up with you. So a lot of times, like the, the, the older guys, they looked after and they took care of us. So once I got my little change, I passed that down to Wesley Woodyard. And hopefully he passed it down to Danny Trevathan. And hopefully Danny Trevathan passed it down to the next linebacker in Denver. So when you have a great team and you got great leaders at the top, a lot of times they'll do things like Rod says, like, hey, don't try to keep up. But then you'll also have those guys that understand, like, bro, we building camaraderie in the offseason. Right. And you need to be around. What's wrong with a first class ticket on a plane? Nothing. Ain't nothing. $54,000. Right now, I'll be honest, right now, what's Look, like, look, look, that's that's a good question. No, I, I, look, still, I, like I still love when the, when, when the stewardess comes by and, and gives me the warm cashews. And I love because I didn't come from nothing. So what I'm trying to say is what, what we're mistaking good information. We almost are there, but we're not there enough. The real lesson should be, you know what? Don't spend your money on the jet. It's really not doing much for us. The camaraderie we can get on a private plane. We can get on a regular plane, commercial jet, first class, kicking and having a good time, acting a fool up in first class. When we get to Vegas, maybe we spend that money on that. Right. Right? What we need to do a better job, especially in our community, is really giving each other sound advice. Mm. I had a conversation earlier today. And some, I mean, I'm not even sure this number is correct, but it said like 78% of NFL players eventually, this was like 20 years ago, eventually go broke or five Within four or five years after they retire. That same statistic is the same today. So our OGs are not doing us a favor. We're not getting better. And the financial institutions aren't doing any, anything about it. How can that be the same statistic 20 years ago and we're not getting better, right? So one, we've got to do a better job of educating each other. Two, me and my new role at UBS, the financial institutions have to step up 
and start doing a better job of how we deal with each other. But more importantly, we've got to start looking at who our true role models are. You are not a role model because you got money. You're not a role model because you got money. You're not a role model because you got money. Role models need to be people who are educated in finance when it comes to our money. Right. That know exactly what to do with it. I'm going to ask you a question, B. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want you guys to answer it. We get Damn, charged. So is, I don't want to because because yes, because, 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 because I'm not going to answer it for you. I'm not here to embarrass anybody because I didn't know this answer. And it's what made me go back to get my education. We get charged basis points by our, our, advan- our financial advisors. Can you tell me what a, what, what a basis point is? <laughs> Do you know what it is? No idea. Do you know what it is? No. Everyone on this t- has made millions of dollars, and our financial institutions charge Off us every in million. basis points. Am I and right? And we don't know. No. Basis <laughs> points. I'm trying to think. I'm like, damn, you put us on the right Don't answer it. I'm going to answer One one hundredth of a percent. One well, basis what, point. What is, is a basis one, point? One one hundredth of a percent. So if you're looking at it from a decimal point, it's point zero one percent. How are we going to give each other advice on finances when we don't even know the basic fundamentals of what people are charging us to manage our money? Right. We've got to do a better job of educating ourselves. So let me ask you this question. Well, damn, you, there's a lot you just threw there. That's good. Like, I, I, I like vulnerability on our show because I think for us to learn, we have to be vulnerable. So off of the first million, you're going to make X amount of dollars off of me. After that, this is what it is. So I look at my overall mm-hmm. right, expense when it comes to what I'm paying a financial institute, right? Mm-hmm. And, and because a lot of times, like if you say, okay, you bring in a million, all right, this is what we're bringing in. And if you don't cap that, now it can get out of control. If you're an athlete that bring in 100 million, 150, now we got athletes, Patrick Mahomes bringing in half a billy, 500, 500 million, now I can get out of control. So to me, it should be a cap, but is that the wrong way of approaching it? Let me take it a step further. The conversation really starts right here. Let me give you a prime example. I came into the league when I was 19 years old, right? I come from very humble beginnings. I come from a single parent family home. My mother raised six of us by herself. We was on welfare. We had, you know, it was tough. Mm-hmm. So I never understood a value of a dollar when I came into the league. So you gotta take me. My whole goal when I got to the league, man, I gotta get my mom this house. I'm tired of sleeping in the same room with my brothers and sisters. We all got to get our own room. So take my first year, get drafted by the Boston Celtics. My first contract is three years, $5.5 million. My first year is $1.6 million. I make one six. I'm playing in Boston. You guys understand what Massachusetts is and the state taxes in Massachusetts. So I probably saw about 800, 860 of that 1.6, something like that. I don't know what the number, actual number was. Bought my mom a half a million dollar house. Bought me a condo for three hundred thousand. Car, her car. Furniture. Furniture. Clothes. Brothers and schools go. From, we go from public school, private school. So my whole dynamics changed. So in my first year, I was in debt. So it's tough when you talk about when we get when you get to the point you're talking about basis points and all that. I don't even understand taxes at this point. I'm, I'm thinking one six, one six. <laughs> So that's what a that's what an educational part it starts right there. It can't start when you already got the money and now you're investing. We got to start from the the start, and we all a lot of us. I'm not saying everybody, but pretty much all athletes come from humble beginnings. It's a few, 
that have had mothers and fathers that made good money and put them in. Or the, have mom and dad yeah, in the house. But most of us come from home beginning, so it starts from the beginning. Yeah. So you got to think about that. Like, that's the biggest part about anything. I was in debt my first year, right. my first contract. So think about it. If I don't turn it out to be a good player, you, I'm finna be, I'm finna, I'm, this finna be go, this finna go downhill immediately. I was, I was in the red before I got to the league. Cause you can go and take those loans from the bank, right? So. I took 40K. I did. I, I did. know. I was, that I was did. humble. That was real humble. Wallet. Oh, you, you, you ain't had no I confidence in yourself. I did 500,000. Oh, oh. <laughs> after, after my last game, after my last game in college, went to a bank. I took out $500,000. They just gave it to you that quick. They gave it to me because they saw that I was a guaranteed first round pick. I paid off my mom loans. I bought me a 760 BMW. And it was hot back yeah. then, 2004. Remember when Ross came out with this song, Why Don't Why 745? Yeah. yeah. I used to be man with this boy Gucci Poochie. I said, Tell Ross, 760 Geno's black on black, that's me. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Party. Brought all my boys out, did the whole nine. Within two months, I had spent the whole $500,000. Two months? Two months. Wow. Get my signing bonus. Just like you mentioned, I had no idea about taxes. Mm -hmm. I'm going crazy. I'm having conversations with my agent. He's trying to, at that point in time, he's trying to explain taxes to me. Yeah. Like, when I, when, I, when I talk about, like, how I didn't have any knowledge on taxes, how it works, so I'm like, bro, like, what do you mean? They took two million for what? Right. What, what does the taxes go for? And he's like, who's FICO? So look, who's look, FICO? no, 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 look, who's here's that this, guy. This, but this is this is how lost I was. He goes, man, it's, it's you know the city, the, the state, they take taxes. It's for parks, it's for roads. I said, roads. I had to get four new tires for my 760 because I had flats with the potholes <laughs> down in Brickell. <laughs> like that's how gone I am. Right. So. We talk about financial literacy, and I'll be honest, as you're a professional athlete, you don't have time. You got the rest of your life to build and invest in and get knowledgeable. Here's what I would say. You go and make three, four, five, 10, 20 million dollars, put it somewhere nice, neat, and comfortable that's gonna gain interest three, four percent, and relax. Because to be honest, you don't have time to sit and invest in a business and invest in a company and know what's really going I'll on. Put, I'll push back on that. Because I think I've seen Antoine when we, we played many times. I've seen you in, in the clubs. I was there with you. We had time to party. We had time to chase girls. Mm. Like, we've got to really start, like, manning up. It's and the maturity what, and, level, though. But then here's the maturity level for us as real men. I asked a simple question, who knows about basis points? You've messed up financially somewhere in your life. You've messed up financially somewhere in your life. You have, too, and so have I. Why didn't nobody do nothing about it? Mm. Why are we still not? So what we got to start having is real life conversation. Yes, I do not expect the 19-year-old to understand his finances. That's more on the financial institutions. That's on the family members that need to calm down and wait and have patience to let that money build. But again, our families don't understand it either. I grew up in New York City in the projects, same way. My parents was on welfare the same way. Immigrants from Nigeria. The only thing that helped me, for me personally, is I was an undrafted free agent. So I could see the 760. I couldn't buy it. Mm. I bought a Ford Explorer. So I had $5,000 sign-up bonus. So I get it. The pressures are different. You're a first-round draft pick. You got millions of dollars right away. The, financial, the financial institutions have to do a better job. But more importantly, the OGs now, once we get to a place where we're mature and we got a platform that we're speaking on, 
we have now got to do the education so that we can start teaching our youngins exactly how they should operate. But think, they think can't learn from our mistakes yeah. if we're not teaching them the right thing. Hold on, but, but I, now I like, I like that you use the term pushback because I like that term too. I push back on you. Is it really the financial institutes or is it really the families and it's us it's the families. that should be talking about it, it's right? The because knowledge. Yeah, because financial cause to, literacy. To me, I'm going to listen to you who played ball and been in my position, come from New York, come from the projects, so you understand me more than I listen to this dude who's running this, listen, right? I, I, or I, Antoine who's been through it, right? I'll say the financial because, institutions because, one, I'm in this position. Right. We have an obligation of young men and women in the entertainment industry and in sports to be good stewards of the money and the, and, and the talents that we're giving to our advisors, okay? I'll push back and say that too many times financial advisors make this transactional. How much money can I get from B. Marsh? But that, that's the issue. The, is, the issue is right now, right? You got too many guys at 19 listening to financial advisors, listening to the outside noise, trying to flip that 10 million to 100 million. You 19 years old, you got the rest of your life. What I'm suggesting is, how many, how many business did you invest in when you was playing? How many you, how many you? And how much real knowledge did you know? You didn't. All you knew was what your financial advisor told you. Right. So it, me personally, if I had a chance to do it over, I would have gotten in the league, I would have got my money, and I would just set it to the side. Oh, you was investing in stuff when you first got in? Out the gate, people coming at you with all type of stuff. You ain't investing out the gate. Oh, no. But you have, that's what I'm saying, you have no knowledge. Oh, no, baby, not be baby. No, but, that ain't but, what but I no, did. No, hey, but, Wale, you'd no, have been no. proud of me. Hold on. Wale, but listen. you'd have been proud of me, Wale. What, what I did when I first got in the league, bro, mm -hmm. I ain't invested nothing. But it's probably because it was similar path that you took, right? You that, were drafted, and no, no, I was four no, 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 I ain't really had no money. But you get told. It's not a bad thing. No, but that's what I'm saying. You get told. You don't get behind the car until you learn to drive. You get told money sitting, not working for you. No, but I ain't it's do bad. that. No, but, but, but you say that. No, I, I was but, looking at five, just give me five percent. Not but even, I wasn't even thinking about that. Listen, get if you if you get ten million dollars and you finna play in the league, your career is three to five years max. Don't think that you are a business mogul right now at nineteen, twenty-one, or whatever no. it is. Look, set it up to where you know what your spending is on a yearly basis. Put the rest to the side right. because once you retire and once you're done and you have time to look into these businesses, yep. look into these corporations, 100%. and know what they're telling you and what they're selling you. I got hit for $1.2 million. And let me tell you where the money went. I bought the same house in LaGrange, Georgia, three times. Explain that. <laughs> huh? Explain that. He gave himself power attorney. I'm in the season. I'm balling out. So I bought the same house in LaGrange, Georgia, three times. I bought an area in LaGrange, Georgia that was supposed to be a strip mall. Hold on, wait, wait. Listen, remember when Puff Daddy had making the band? Y'all remember uh, what the, was Sarah Stokes? The one, the, the light-skinned girl that had like... Not really, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, she, carry okay, on. Yeah, but, yeah. I, but no, no, I'm about to tell you. Puff Daddy had making the band. Okay. There was a young lady on named Sarah Stokes. She was a singer. She was like young, like... I don't want to throw her age out there, but she had like three, four, five kids. All I knew was I invested $300,000 in her music career. What I'm saying was because of, of the amount of time and energy that I put into football, 
I'm going into these meetings and I'm sitting across from this man and I'm, I'm taking his word. And I'm just, okay, yeah, that sounds good, that sounds good. What I'm saying is, is if you already a millionaire, relax, chill. No, I, Stop I, trying I, to I, rush and no, become we, a billionaire. We, 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 we on the same page. I'm just saying I guess there's the dynamics because you said your dynamics was different because you're a free agent. You had 5,000. I had my signing bonus was 420. Yours was 6.9. Yours was 5.5 or your first contract. In your first year, you made one point something, whatever, if I could remember correctly. So my thing is it took me five years to get to the bag. And then I signed the richest deal at the wide receiver position in, in, in the history of the NFL. Did you start investing then? Hell no. That's what I'm saying. What that, I and did that's is what I'm saying that's every, smart. Every, what I would do, what I did is I took, I, I just, what do they call these note cards, okay? And what I did is I, I, I wrote down every single financial term in their definitions, right? And I'm talking about ROI. What does ROI mean? What does yield mean? Like all these things that you're talking about. I'm sorry, they ain't have a basis point on there. <laughs> damn, like they have basis point. Listen, I went back to school on that one. I said right, I got a great Right, like I'm like, damn, basis point. You yeah. got me because I, for two years, Twan, I had like millions of dollars sitting in the bank and I ain't touch it, you know. So, um, you know, I think the the biggest thing that I that we're talking about right now, and and, and then you know, athletes and everybody watching should probably take from this is because you're right. It's you know, you have to learn, you have to educate yourself. And we brought you here to talk about you right. and, 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 and yours, like, and that's why I love this platform. But like, as an athlete or anybody out there watching right now, well, how should we be approaching this? Well, every like the things you've said already have been spot on like I think that's great advice after the fact you know I invest while I was playing I would say wait to the end where you can be there every day where you can watch especially when you start talking about most guys we do we we do restaurants we do real estate we do stuff that needs our eyes on it barbershops cl yeah. clothing companies we, uh, music, uh, our music own music careers. oh my yeah, goodness studios, those yeah. are things that we invest in but it goes even deeper than that. it's a cultural thing I'm gonna you know, can speak for myself when I came out Jay, I, I was Jay-Z, Puffy, all the rappers, what they did is what I wanted to do. When you see them with the big jewelry, the chains, and the nice cars, you see the videos. Just when videos was hot when I came out. I came out in 96. So I'm looking at all this stuff. That's like, man, when I get it, I'm doing that. So when I came in, where I spent a lot of money, I had fetishes. I had a car fetish. I would have eight, ten cars at one time. Yeah. No... 310 motor and was hot. So I ain't just get the car. You, you, you got it from out. 310. I freaked it out. I'm put 30, 40 in it. I ain't don't just get the car. I got to get AW and the headrest. I got to get the rims. I got to get the sounds. That's every car. I don't even want the car when it comes from the lot. Send it straight to 310. 310. Don't give it to me wow. until it's ready. Wow. That's how I operated. When I did it, that was, that was a fetish. I had a watch fetish. When I came out, Jacob the jeweler was the man. Mm. <laughs> Everybody shot with Jacob. Yeah. I used to be with Jacob. I used to get all the new watches. I had 15, 20 watches at one time. Can't wear them all. And then when I came into the league, it was a dress code. So I used to get the custom suits. 15, 2,000 a suit. It was mandatory on the plane and to the game. So that was a real expense. Alan Iverson changed that culture with, you know, how he did it. Right, Alan right, Iverson yep. Y'all heard the story, write the blank check. I ain't wearing no dress clothes. Alan Iverson changed that, but we had a dress code when I came in, not how you see guys dressed now. How much money, did you, how much money did, you, did you make? Probably over my career, yeah. I had three contracts. So I had a, my first contract, like I said earlier, was 5.5. My second one was my max deal. I got in my third year, which was six years, $71 million deal. 
And then my last contract was four years, 32 million. So probably like 108 million, over 108 million dollars in total contracts that I made. But you also, and I always try to tell young guys this, 55 million of that went to taxes that I couldn't control. Yeah. But I had those fetishes that I started for myself at young age, but I'm not saying that those guys, the rappers and entertainers make me do it, but that's what I saw, that's what I wanted to do. I come from a culture, I didn't have much. What would have, what, have what would have corrected you in the moment? Like, like how could we have stopped as a society? How could we have corrected, you know that your upbringing, you know where you came from. Is there anything that we as a community could have done better? Um, I think it was somebody who could have stopped me and told me, hey, look, don't invest. Don't take big projects. Don't take on responsibilities of taking on other, you know, investments that you're not there to watch. Who, that who, who would that person have been? Like, if Michael Jordan would have said that um, to you, who, like, who would Michael would have said that to me, I, would, I had that utmost respect for him. But that wasn't the conversation that, that we had because when I was around Michael, and I go, I mean, I went to, you guys seen Michael House? Michael House is incredible. Michael got 25 cars sitting in the driveway. Well, I've been to that crib. Yeah, so, you know, it's different. When you see that, you like, you, you know, you seek out the one to get to that level, even when you're making that kind of money. And I mean, even though you can't get to his level, it's a different level, there's levels to it, but you like, man, I want to be able to intercom my mom on the other side or intercom right. my people, you know what I'm saying? Right. No, but that's, no, but that's, you can't, and you in this house, you can't just say, yo, no, you got an intercom. You know, that's why I talked about the Al Wilson story. When I walked in Al Wilson's house while lay, like I was like, yo, I'm getting that. I, I never seen anything like that. You know what I mean? Like it was the same story. It was, you know, yo, like I'm just, my Pell Grant, I got 4,000 a year. And that was going to my mom. Just six months ago, I'm staying in an eight, I'm in the Motel 8, two bedrooms. And there's 10 of us. Like I'm not even thinking about you know, the business of the NFL, I'm not thinking about that. I'm just thinking about surviving. So so I hear you on that, and, and, and Wale, I feel like, and I love how you, what you said earlier on in the show was, you know, education, basically what I heard is education, because when I first got in the league, bro, like I was overwhelmed with just opening up mail. But who's educating you? Like, I ain't know how to open up a bank account. Who, who's educating you? The, the issue it, is, is you get money, the person closest to you is an uncle, a cousin that ain't never had money, that don't know how to deal with money, and they living vicariously through you. So when you, when you ask them the question on, you know, how would it happen differently if somebody was there, the issue is, is within a lot of our culture inside of the homes, there is no financial literacy, right? Like, I have a friend and his father was an accountant. We go to UM together. In the summertime, I'm taking ballet classes, trying to get these extra credits. He taking financial literacy courses. He's going to JP Morgan, doing all these things. Because his family told him how important understanding how money works is. So the issue is, is you got 19 year old kids coming out. They don't have the system around them telling them how money works, because they don't know how money works. I got into it with my mom probably three, four months ago, and, and it, was, it was real, because my mom is doing all these nonprofits. She's writing grants, she's trying to get money, she's getting frustrated, she's getting turned down. And she's coming to me because I got my little dime life, I'm doing you know, a bunch of things. 
So she comes to me and she goes, well, you don't understand how hard it is. I, I didn't go to school for this. I didn't learn. I didn't whatever. I said, you were my first teacher. If you don't know, how you think I know? So that's the problem. The problem is, is inside the household, those are closest to us that we will listen to at that age. They don't even know. I agree. Can I answer I that though? And I want to get back to Wale and what, and what he talked about and about the OGs. So when I go into bankruptcy, this is where I learn my, my financial mistakes. So when I go into bankruptcy, I was in bankruptcy two and a half years. You know, that's a long time. So going through the process, I learned a lot about where my funding went and where my money went. And through a good friend of mine, um, Anthony Holt, he was like, man, you should put your story in a documentary and tell your story. But you know why I had to film a documentary? It was the most disappointing thing. The OGs, my teammate, my bro, everybody that I was, when I was getting it, mm -hmm. we partying, when I called, <laughs> they went left. They disappeared. So the OGs, the teammates, and you saying that, oh, we supposed to come back, they really don't want to do it. They really don't want to help you because you they think you're going to ask them for something. And it's a sad story. And it, it hurt me so hard because I thought, man, this guy was really my teammate, my friend. But now I'm in a tight situation. I used to have four phones. They used four to phones? You know, you had four cell phones. You know, I used to have a lot of cell phones. Uh, everybody had two. Three or four, you know what I mean? I had a phone deal. I had a little, I'm a little extra. <laughs> I, you know, I had, I had, when I first got in the league, too, I had every network. Yeah, you know, you they gave it to him for free. Two, two was Wale was two. for free, Wale. You know it's we wasn't free. paying for it. Then you gave him the people that Yeah, you gave him the family members. You ain't, you know what I mean? Wale, do, like, he had UBS yeah. now, right? So, like, he, Wale know he had three phones when he first two got in the league. Two phones, and if I had extra, I gave him the family members. Okay. Yeah. But you <laughs> know the phones. But you <laughs> kept all eight for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know the phones you the ring. So, right. I'm these phones you the ring off the hook. Now ain't nobody calling me. And I'm talking about, it could have been simple as, you good? Right. No, I'm reading what's in the paper. I'm reading what's happening to you. Are you okay? I ain't getting none of them calls. Right. And I'm around the greatest. I'm around the greatest that ever played a game of basketball, around some of the greatest people in the world. We're talking about... And, the and Michael wanna... Jordans, the Jay-Zs. I'm around these guys when I'm playing. All these guys are phenomenal people that do great things. And you know what I mean? But the phone calls stopped. Nobody called me and checked on me and said, man, before you okay? Is this true? That's a great point. Did, did this happen? That's a great point. You know what I'm saying? Did this happen? Just, just, what's wrong like with this? Hold on, hold on, hold We got to understand this respectfully. Don't nobody know who the hell we are anymore. We OGs. Wale, Deej, myself, Antoine Walker, Mr. Shimmy. Yeah. Like, people really don't know your story. And, and so when we, we talk about, like, okay, what happened, you talked about the $108 million that you made career earnings. Yes. What we saw out there ESPN was you lost everything. There's gambling, all of that. So I just want to highlight that to lay it up for the audience because I don't think everybody I'm, knows. I'm going to address that. Now, for me, personally, two years after being removed from the game, to piggyback what you're saying, I had to file bankruptcy. But it wasn't because of gambling. See, gambling happened at the same time that I was going through the real financial struggle. Now, I did go to Vegas and had a situation. What you talked about earlier, the markers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I used to markers. train in Vegas. Every summer, I would go to Vegas for four weeks and train. But at night, we'd do two a days, and at night, we would go strip. All the players, different players, we'd go to strip, and we'd gamble, have some fun at night. This particular trip, I'm out there, competitive that I am, first time, I lose 50. Mm. The next day, I lose another 50. Then the next day, 100. 
Next thing you know, I'm down three, four hundred. So I spent three, four weeks chasing eight hundred thousand, which I ended up losing. So people that don't understand when you take those markets, forty-five days after you borrow that money, they you you so technically you supposed pay. to pay the money back. Obviously, I had a good report with them. They seen I had money. That wasn't the case. But now, after I learned, after you learn from those type of situations, I learned. I say, you know what? I'm pissed at myself. I want to get out the situation. Get a lawyer, go to fight them, trying to get the money reduced. As I'm trying to get the money reduced, they can always issue a warrant for your arrest if they're not paid. I used to play in a golf tournament, American Century, um, I'm not pronouncing it wrong. The golf tournament that's on NBC, you see all the guys playing in Steph, Century, Mark Buckley. Uh, yeah, it's on pro NBC. Am, the Pro-Am. Pro right. So I used to play that every summer. Montana. But it's in Nevada. Yeah, yeah. It's in Lake Tahoe. Tahoe. So I fly to Tahoe, but guess who flies me? The casino. Harris Casino is one of the biggest sponsors still to this day of that tournament. I go there. When I land, my mother's calling me, think I'm in jail. I'm all over ESPN. I owe $750,000, $800,000 to Vegas, and they've issued a warrant for my arrest. So I'm calling the lawyer like, yo, I thought we was in negotiations. We was trying to you know, get this thing taken care of. He like, listen, can you make a payment to him? I'm like, of course. He like, make a payment, and then you'll, have, you know, you'll be good. Two days later, they come arrest me. After I'm hanging, playing golf, they come arrest me to force me to pay that day. So it gets blown out of proportion. So everybody thinks, oh, he had a gambling situation. Then two years later, following, the, following that incident with Vegas, two years later, now I'm filing for bankruptcy. So the public thinks, oh, he lost all his money gambling. That was a one isolated event. I lost 800000 Well, what did you lose? I masked over what is, but where's, the six, where's the other $60 million? Where's that? Living. What happened no, 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 then? no. I never said I didn't, couldn't pay him. I was getting a payment plan. I gave him 140000 that day. I never was spending... A court, I, I'm not a jail person. I ain't going to jail for that. I know, I know you're yeah, not. Yeah, so that's going to get done. I'm going to get done. I'm not saying you are, but I'm just going to get done. I want to do a day. That, that wasn't <laughs> the fact. The fact wasn't the fact that I couldn't pay him. I was more upset at myself. And then as anybody else, I'm looking for the best settlement that I can I get. I get what you're saying. Vegas yeah. got, like, markers, great. Right. You still technically made $108 million. Oh, I was in the real estate market. Okay. And you, let's, let's talk about so, that. so, yeah. So I put my money into the real estate market, but the mistake that I made goes back to you. That makes a great point, which I love what you said. So as a player, I had somebody. Well, I didn't give him power attorney, but what I did do is I ran all my things through banks. So we would get loans from banks to acquire our, um, our real estate property. So the only way I protected myself is that the banks had to agree that this was a good property that it appraised out for what it appraised out for. Et cetera, et cetera. That was the only way that I was covering myself. I didn't actually come out of my pocket with any money, but what I did was I used my personal financial portfolio. To, mm. to leverage. Personal to guarantee. Yeah. Personal guarantor to get the loans. Mm. So we dealt with seven, eight banks at a time. You know, we was dealing with different banks to get different properties. So I don't know if you guys remember, but we went through a heavy recession from 2007. 2008. 2008. No, it was about 11 or 12. We was yeah, in a yeah, recession. Yeah, yeah. And... The bank stopped lending. So we had a lot of undeveloped property. I was bad. Everything was in Chicago. And they wanted their money back. It was no, really no negotiation. And, but by me playing, not coming to Chicago as much, not being on top of this, I left. 
I was, I was, I was gone, Miami, different cities. I wasn't paying attention to the business until I started getting them letters. I can't. You, you can't. I got, though, I got a you phone playing, call. You can't. No, I got a phone call. True well, story. Well, you hear, he heard him say he pushed back. You can. You're going to go to the clubs. You're going to chase some girls. What oh, you mean no. you can? <laughs> you're talking about, D. No, 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 no. I'm talking. Go, no, 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 let him finish. Let him finish. He the <laughs> guest. He the guest. But you heard the man, Wale. Yeah, no, talking no, no, you no. can. I want to tell you. You can. So All right. This was this what made me aware. I got you think a phone you can run, call. Oh, no. You think you can run I let Am Athlete? No, no. You think you can run I Am Athlete? during the NFL season and do all the meetings before and after and show up to all the things to make sure everything is tight and wound up, hell no. So I'm getting dressed at, it's the homeboys come over at 7 p.m. Nah. We, happy hour, nah. we drinking, we partying, we eating, then we go out to the spot, then after the spot, we got the spot. So well, yeah, if well, I'm time, spending, well, if I'm spending. But, but time out guys, like the season's not 365 days a year. It we ain't. do have an off season. Come on, talk to this I mean, man. It so ain't. We're, we're not going to, let's get past But you're still this talking to a 19-year-old, 20-year-old well, we, kid exactly, that feels have, invincible, that feels like I can lose you. this 10 mil and I'm a ball you, and get it back. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's the other part right about now. it. If the owner of your team walked you upstairs as a 19-year-old and said, listen, you want to own a team one day, do this, would you listen to them? They're not doing that. Would you listen to them? Yes. Him? Yes, you have exactly. to. This but they're not doing this that. This is why I say. But they're not doing that. This is why I say institutions, I'm going to talk about the league and the OGs, I do not care if they don't want to listen. Keep telling them. You saying that kids don't have the time, they're going, yes, mom and dad at home, I don't have the time. That's not true. That's a false statement. We have time. We have to make time. 
our community, we have to. I totally agree. We can't agree. afford not to make time. From this conversation, I can tell we all care. And here's why I even love the role that I'm in, right? I care. And I'm aligning myself with an institution that has the resources to do everything that you're saying. And I'm building this business out the right way in a sense that I'm aligning myself with advisors that want to teach us as we go. So what I can only do is learn from the mistakes that I've made in the past, learn from the mistakes that all of you have made in the past, and try now to take this business being the biggest private wealth manager in the world. I have that, great, super, right? I, I see it, everybody around me is, you know, one out of every two billionaires banks at our firm. I wanna take those resources and put them in the communities that we come from. So don't underestimate your voice and the impact that you can have just by you caring. And it's a great platform that we have to, to talk about our finances and to talk about the mistakes that we made. This is why I love the show in the sense that real men having you know, no filters and being vulnerable. That's right. We've screwed up. That's right. Right? It's our duty in the next 20 years for that statistic that I said 78% of athletes, entertainers, whatever, go broke after three, that has to come down. If that doesn't come down, I haven't done my job. Mm. And if that hasn't come down, you have failed in this platform. 100%. And, and the reason why that's important is because, you know, I think it's important for us, like when you asked the question earlier, it's like, whose job is it? To me, it's not the institution, it's our jobs as the, now the OGs being vulnerable sharing those stories because I'm gonna listen to you walk. You handle your family and friends totally different than I may handle them. But I make it steal something from you. B, you may invest different than I, than I do. I make it steal it. Mm -hmm. Do y'all, do you ever, and let me pose this question to y'all. Do y'all ever wonder why, why me, you, Brandon, none of us have never partnered together and became our own financial team <laughs> and did investments together? Why do you think all NBA players, football players, everybody, we got to go to our boys' restaurant? It don't be multiple guys on in one spot. Y'all know how the NBA teams are on. Y'all know how the NFL teams are on. Right, right. They owned by their boys. Why we don't do that? Can I, See, the can conversation I, can get really, really oh, deep. That, yeah, let's get deep. Let's I got to answer that. Real, I'm going no, through that right now. I play, I play with a lot of guys. I'm, a, I'm just saying, it doesn't. I play with a lot of guys. Can I answer that? And I'm a, I'm a culprit of it. When I, I never thought that. I needed nobody else because I had my own money. I was like, I don't need nobody else. If I wanted a business idea, I'm gone. Can yeah. I answer that question? But why don't nobody ever sit down? No. As okay. a group. <laughs> I, like, I like LeBron and D-Wade and Camelo and Chris Paul. They all say they jam boys. When, when they ever did something together? Mm. Keep I'm preaching. just asking. Now, they, they support each other. Right, right. Oh, D-Wade got a new wine. LeBron got a new uh, tequila. They going to support each other to the fullest. It's going to look great. Why they ain't all our wine? Right, right. Well, all of us didn't invest in that. Right. That's really the question, too, when you get in there, that's when you start you to get in those rooms. When you start right. to get in those rooms, that's the question. Everybody like, I'm going to own a team. LeBron's like, I want to own a team. Why not own it with your boys? Right. So a few guys that got three, four hundred million that made it. Are you talking to them about that? Are you bringing them on the team? That's the, com it, it get, the conversation goes really, really deep. Well, the reason and guys don't like to talk about that. You know what we do? Oh, he got that 550. I'm going to get that 600. No, he did it. He did it with Rick no, Ross. No, 760. 645. Gary Payton had a brown Cadillac truck. Right. 
I picked me up. I went to Oakland. I was like, man, it's cold. Next day, I went and got the same truck. Same <laughs> rail, same truck. He had said GP mindset AW. Yeah, right. No, I'm dead serious. That's what we do. Right. I'm a car. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not bullshitting you. Right. That's what we'll do. We'll come in the locker room. Like, I got that. I got that new AP. Right. Oh, I got to go get it. No, that, I'm going home telling the boys I got to go chop. I got to get something better than his. That's what we do. We in the night, we in the club. Somebody ordered five bottles. We want to order you ten. You got to go crazy. Oh, yeah, my football battle. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who'd you battle? You who'd you battle? Junior, junior say I one time. Junior? Rest who in won? Peace. It was, oh, I'm old. It was like, oh. Who won? No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Then I had one that's even better. Wait, wait, wait. Who won? It's about 108 million. Who you think won? Look, look. Junior has money. No, no. That's a different thing. I see, I see Antoine I'm throwing bottles. I'm actually going to come over there and drink with him. Yeah. Because I, I, I ain't going to win. That's what we do. I ain't going to win. I ain't going to win. $25,000, $30,000 a night. Let me, let me, let me ask you this question. I done had that night. I, I, I ran into a situation where my money got a little funny, right? And so I, 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 I know the feeling. What was that moment where... You was like, this gotta change. What was your, the pit, the bottom, like, God damn, this gotta stop. For me, it was when I met with the lawyers in Miami. So Miami's the best, one of the best places to file bankruptcy. I was a Miami resident. I'm like, okay. After they went through my portfolio, they went through everything. They brought me in, simply was like, you signed your name right here? I was like, yeah. Like, you're the personal guarantor. You're responsible for all this. Ain't nothing we could do. You signed your name as the personal guarantor. That probably is my lowest moment because now I know my life got to change. But I did have a few months and a little time. That's what I'm talking about. That get, residue. Yeah, of- to get my mind right. But now I'm getting myself prepared for it, man. One, my life is finna change. I got this expensive lifestyle. Two, my family life is about to change. My kid's life is about to change. Mm. So that's the process I went through. What's the fact, and this is the crazy part about my story, I thought I still was going to be able to play ball. I thought I was going to be able to be a journeyman for about four or five years. I tried. Bro, I went to the D-League, Boise, Idaho, and played trying to get back in the league. Like really trying to get back in the league, went the the grimiest route you can go through the D-League. And the D-League is bad, it's worse than college at that time when they first started it. Let's make it 25,000, bro. 2012 to 2015, I was playing for the Chicago Bears. That was the time, it's crazy, when you was in Chicago, when we were seeing each other, that was the time I was going through my worst time was when he was seeing me for those three years. Right, so one day, I'm in the West Loop, and I walk out the barber shop, and I see you, I'm like, what's up, big bro, Twan, what's up? Bro, and you just look, you was gone. And yeah. I and I walked away with tears in my eyes. I'm like, that's not, that's not Antoine Walker, bro. And so, you know, we talk about depression. We talk about just how we let ourselves go, like as an off, like you know, being in shape as an athlete. Yeah. Once that stopped, I stopped working out. Once I went through that, I wasn't even hooping no more. I, I left the, the D League. It was the D League at the time. It's called G League now. Right. But once I left the D League, it was over with. Cause now I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do the rest of my life. Now you're reaching out to people that's in higher positions. 
talking about coaches in the NBA, or can I coach? Can I be a scout? I keep you in mind. <laughs> I keep you in mind. I'm like, man, this is like people that you thought like was your people. Man, I keep you in mind. I do, you know what I mean? So now I see that. But I'm like, damn, did I kill somebody? Or did I just have some financial trouble? It wasn't like I just did a bit. Right, <laughs> it wasn't like right. I just did 10 years in jail. No, I had some financial troubles. I went through a, a situation. But you would have thought, me personally, and I was to tell, I was to tell um, my partner, business partner, Anthony, this, I used to be like, man, yo, I feel like I didn't kill somebody. But through that time, and you know, God willing, my family stayed strong. My mother, she was willing to step back. You know what I'm saying? And the, to even top that, when you talk about lowest time, so I built my mom a house from the ground up. Never did it before. Straight built a crib. Spent $4.1 million on that crib. 15,000 square feet, indoor pool. Amazing. 15,000 square feet crib. Everything you ever could imagine was in the house. And when you go through a bankruptcy, you got a decision to make. At the time, I owned four homes. But you can keep a home. I mean, you keep what you can afford. You know what I mean? But I'm trying to, obviously, when you go through a bankruptcy, if you can get rid of everything and start over and give yourself a fresh start, so I'm trying to make the smartest decision. I don't want to keep the four cribs and show everybody in the world, oh, I still got it and I can't really afford it. No. It's a one-time shot. So I'm like, listen. And I asked my mom. I said, what do you want to do? And the first time I broke down, and she said, let the house go. And I couldn't believe it. Because I was like, it's 15,000 square feet. I can move in with her. I can have my own little wing until we figure it out. You know what I'm saying? We can go through the process and figure it out. She was like, no, I'm good. We're going to come down. So I had another place in downtown Chicago. Um, it was about 8,000 square feet. The whole family moved there. Like, we're going to move down there. It's cheaper. Ain't no upkeep. We ain't got to worry about doing all the upkeep and the taxes. It's better to be downtown. That was the lowest point because that's something that you never want to do. Never want to see your mom have to work again. Never see your mom have to go through anything of that nature. So that probably was the lowest point of that. But that was something that she did. I was willing to go back and we just make that the home. And, and we could have been comfortable in that situation. But she's like, no, I'm coming out of it. Mm. So when I see my mom make that sacrifice, I'm like, man. So she was like, listen, get back. Get the word in your life again. Figure it out. Figure out what you want to do the rest of your life. And you're gonna be, we're going to be good. She said, we're going to be good. So my brothers and sisters, my family, that media court, that's what helped me push through it. Right. Once they was cool, you know, everybody else is secondary after that. You ain't really worried about everybody else. So that's probably was the lowest point, giving that up. Because to give up, a, that's something that I built. From the ground up, she had all the say-so on that. Every corner, every turn, every room, that was all her. But she gave it up. And it's crazy. Last year, opportunity came to get it back. <laughs> Say she ain't want it. <laughs> it's still on the market. But it was just, you know, you know, you with the real estate and you know, I'm messing around. That's something in my heart. She don't know it, I'm doing that. But, but I that took a the, peek at it, it. It was hard for you because that was your driving force to get to the league, oh, right? Yeah. You get to the league, you buy your mama a house. Yep. You don't know this. So I played offense in high school. That was where my heart was. I was a running back, whatever. I went to University of Miami. I played linebacker. Oh, you're doing good. You're about to get drafted. The night before, I'm about to go on the, the, the field for the first time. I called my agent. I said, I ain't going. 
He said, what you mean? I said, bro, I'm about to step out there. This is somebody else's dream. This ain't my dream. So I told my agent, I said, bro, I ain't, I ain't going. First thing he said is, you got to get your mama house back. I suited up. Number, 50, <laughs> number 55, linebacker, DJ. Wait, I came out of smoke. <laughs> like, that is, so I understand how hard and difficult that is. Right, because that was one of your number one driving force. But then what you find out is the people that are in your corner, they the solidest ones. They're going to ride with you. Yes. You talked earlier about, like, well, my story. Well, what is your story? So I had an accountant, Art Hurley, is still my accountant to this day. And we working on 20-some-odd years. He told me, you can't do it all. He said, you can't do the women, you can't do the jewelry, you can't do the cars, you can't do the partying, you can't do the, you can't, he said, pick two, maybe three, and then do that, right? So, I lived my life, I enjoyed, I'll be honest, I spent four, I, I spent four million dollars in a club party. And somebody looked like, God damn, that's a lot of money. Hold on, hold on, what you say? I spent four million dollars partying. It ain't that hard though. Listen, I played 11 in years. In one night? No. Oh, oh, I thought you. Oh, oh, my, oh, my, oh come my on, man, my man. bad. I, I ain't made that. I ain't in my bag like that. Oh, like, hold on, what, 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 what is that? What is that? My, my, what is that before taxes? I don't know. I was <laughs> 19, that? that's, that's, 25. That's what, I don't seven, know. So Live seven, another bottle. Seven, Bring eight it. Eight million dollars. Bring it. What, what Twan doing over there? Bring it. I need more. What Twan? Send Twan a bottle. How about that? Let's start the bottle war. You gonna No, I'm sorry. Leave him hanging. But no, no. Leave him hanging. Leave him hanging. Leave him hanging. That's not a good thing, but Leave him hanging. So here's what happened to me. I wanted to end my career. I ain't had a basketball money. I wanted to end my career with more than 10 M's in the bank. I'm in year seven or eight. Everything is Gucci. I get in my little legal issues. I get in trouble. I get suspended. Now, imagine my forecast on how I was spending as if I'm getting all this money. Boom, I get, I get suspended. Bam, that hit me for 3.9. The Broncos decide to exercise a right to take another 1 million back from my sinus bonus. Give me that. The next year, I'm supposed to make 6, 7 million. They release me. I go to Chicago with you. They got Geno's on a budget, baby. That's why, I, you know what I mean? They got Geno on the budget. That's another 7, 8 million. So now I retire, and I had been living my career this whole time like I was going to get those checks. So when I retired, I was 10 million short. And I had continued to live my life as if it was going to come. So when I retired, I got in, uh, I went to my financial meeting with Art. And he, he, I love him. He put it up. He said, how you spending right here? Seven years, you'll be broke. And that's why I asked you the question, because I had the little residue. I still went out, tried to get bottles, tried to get tables, because I was depressed. I, you know what I mean? You got the ego. You want to still live the life and whatever. Then it got to a certain point to where I was like, you know, I'm partying in the club, I'm feeling the atmosphere. And now that I'm, I'm starting to see how generic and fake this shit is, there ain't no real love there. You feeling, you feeling good because they walk you through the back and you just, you just you about to give them 100,000. Show up to the same spot and say, I'm just trying to, just me and, me and my lady, we just want to have a bar, drink at the bar and see how they treat you. Oh, I, I had that. <laughs> let, me, I, let me ask Wale. Let me, one thing I want to leave you with, and in the position that you in, you in right now, I challenge you, as an athlete, as a guy that know our culture, how can guys still do some of the things we like to do, 
And you know, I'm now, and I'm, t I'm talking about partying, have a nice car, have the nice crib, have the nice jewelry. But also, if they're 19, make sure at 35, they got money to live the rest of their life. To put together a system, an app, a program, or something, you know, some type of blueprint that they could follow, because we're not going to be able to stop that. Yeah. And that's just a cultural thing that we're not going to be able to stop. But in the position that you are, you can kind of see, okay, I know this guy going to get that Rolex. I know that guy going to get this, you know, he's going to get this Maybach. He's going to get this car. You know what I mean? Is, this, is it anything, is it a program, or, you know, something that you can put those guys up under? I think that's when you're going to start making a difference, when you start speaking the language that they under. And that's why, and that's why I like the fact that I'm in this position. When I got to UBS, not going to lie about it, we, we talked. It was middle-aged white men. How can you relate to the inner city black kid who's coming with millions of dollars? It's impossible. So what I love that, that you're, you, you're, you give me that charge is because that's what I'm planning to do. Have that conversation, understand why Antoine's mother means so much to him. Because they don't understand that dynamic. And if I'm able to put my own experiences in with the expertise that they have from a financial side, I think it's a win-win. Where we're going to get away from the cautionary tales, which you are, you're a cautionary tale, and you're a cautionary tale, and you're a cautionary tale, and I am. We've got to get away from those stories. We've got to start having the wins, right? Um, and I think what you're saying is true. I take that, I eat it, and I'm going to push forward with it. And that's why I'm going to push back every time I hear us making excuses for the way we live. We've got to take ownership of our own lives. And it starts with the individuals in this room, people who have been through it. And um, I'm excited about it. <laughs> I, I really am, because I see um, the opportunity. I see that a firm like UBS is willing to have the conversation. I have a program where you have to go through a four-week program of just listening to our story, listening why it's important for me to have a legacy after I move forward. We talked about legacy before, but again, it's important for us to understand that's the last bit piece of our community that we can't touch. We have the today money. We have the in-between three to five-year money. We don't have that legacy money. And that's what we need to start touching. And these conversations are going to help push us in that direction. Until we get legacy money, we're just going to keep doing the same thing that we're doing over and over again. So it's a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough battle. It's a tough conversation. It's tough work. But we got to do it. And uh, I'm, I'm willing to, to take that on. Bro, you made 108 million. You're going to make two, three times more over the next 10, 15 years, right? Because we need you and your vulnerability, like my vulnerability in mental health is needed because we're the ones. I push back on Wale, on it's the institutions, which I do think that he's playing his part and he's doing his job when it comes to educating. But really, it's us. And even Wale, because Wale, you, you, you play this dual position where, you know, 
you're also right there on the institutional side, mm -hmm. but you're also an athlete, so you get it. So even you can be sitting here because we listening to you. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, bro, our vulnerability is what's going to push this conversation forward. I truly believe that. I, like, I'm confident. No, I ain't betting no eye, nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, God going to bless you in so many different ways because of your vulnerability. I believe that, you too. Know, I, I believe that, too, B. I think he's going to be, he's going to turn around and that story that we see the headlines is going to be a success story. Right, because like we, we are a product of our environments. Like we all, it's the same thing, right? Like you came before us, mm -hmm. you know, like for you to come before us and, and, and like I watched that on ESPN. Like that's why I can't wait for the documentary to drop, you know, is because, you know, it's, it's informative. And like I watched that play out, like Antoine Walker is Antoine Walker. And I didn't know, you know, the real estate plays, et cetera, et cetera. Everybody thought it was gambling. Right. So the educational side is huge. And um, you know, I just want to say, like, I do want to answer your question. I feel like. When you talked about like Jay-Z and all the other, you know, you named a couple uh, uh athletes like why didn't they call? I feel like because they're in the same they were in the same phase that you were in and all of us is we're trying to make it. And we have our own family and friends contributions vertical that we're trying to figure out. And I think this next five years is us having these discussions and conversations, educating. And then after that, we get to a place where we're talking about legacy, right? Where we're coming together and it's like, yo, let's go buy this team together. Or how do we launch this media network together? You know, how do we start this bank? So I just feel like Right now, we're in the survival mode. We don't have anything. Then we get everything, and it's keeping up with the Joneses. Or the Jordans. Or the Jordans. So um, I'm a University of Miami licensee, right? So I make fan gear. This year is the first year that I'm scaling. I'm about to start doing other universities. The way I go about doing is exactly what y'all spoke about. I'm partnering with legends from each university to represent their university. So I partner with Roy Williams from Oklahoma, oh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, right? And so when, when I partner with him, we're on a call trying to get the license. He says to the university, just to let you know, any money that I receive, I'm putting it 100% back into the program. I'm on a call. What so, program? Well, into the, the, the o football Oklahoma. school program. <laughs> so, so, so I'm on a call like, what? We ain't talking about, I hope you don't think, whatever. So I get off the call and Roy says, listen, I want to start a financial literacy program for the University of Oklahoma. Boom, light went off because I'm going to get licensed in 20 to 30 other colleges. I said, tell me a little bit more. He says, well, I, I don't really have it mapped out, but I want to start a fin financial literacy program, start to educate these young guys because they are getting these NIL deals and they're making this money. And he says, they need to even start learning how to save right now with all of this money. He says, then also I'm gonna go to banks and I'm gonna try to set up somewhat of a 401k program, right? Where if you have an NIL student and he get, we'll, we'll go with a big one. He getting a hundred grand a year, right? Educate him on money, how to save it, how to put it away, put it somewhere safe so it can grow. So where if sir said student makes 150,000 in his college career after four years, that 150,000 is 200,000, 250,000. He said that light went off in my head. And so now 
I'm trying to implement that in every school that we go to. So we're going to have a financial and we're actually looking for banks to partner with. Yeah, definitely. Like, talk to me because I'm already in schools. Yeah. I'm doing that same thing already. I'm in HBCUs. I do the whole SIAC uh, conference. But um, what we found I do out. Big Ten. I do what we found Big out East. is when you, when you get the auditorium full of the football team, when one of us show up, they'll listen and they'll talk. Right, exactly. When you send in Mr. Buddy Guy from the bank. So the, let's, let me say how I, let me tell you, like, again, I, I agree with you. So let's talk about that because I think um, you bring in other people that have walked the walk and talked the talk. Um, it works well. I've, I've seen that. But here's, here's a, a, another kind of like hidden gem that I get from going into schools. I want to get more diversity in the financial world. 99% of all student athletes will not make it professional. So let's be honest. 100%. If I can get two or three diverse people saying, Dang, I love what Wale's doing over at UBS. Maybe I might want to come over there and be an advisor. Or I might want to come over there and be a manager. We're starting to have different conversations. So when something crazy happens on TV and it's one of us, I don't want the whole bank looking at me like, well, hey, what, what, what was that about? Like, I, I don't know. We're not monolithic, but we can get more people. So I do the financial education piece. I love that. But what I do get a, 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 a side benefit is I want to get more of us in the financial And that starts with the money. knowledge, though, yeah. introducing it to them, right? Like. You don't know if you like playing a guitar until somebody put a guitar in your hand. You don't know if you like playing hoop until you play basketball. So I would love to do that, though. I, I think yeah. we need to talk about um, partnering up on that. Like, like, like Antoine said, we need to, you know, if we, we have this, entertainers and, and athletes have this thing of wanting to give back. If we're all doing our own separate thing, we're strong, but we're stronger together, right? So I, I definitely agree with that, that, Let's let's um, let's work on something. All right, Black History Month. Anybody inspire you, you guys? I love what Kanye said. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, what did Kanye say? So we got Black History Month. What about Black Future Month, right? So, to me, it's about celebrating Black excellence. But that's what this is—the conversations. Exactly. The, the future gonna start here. All right. So give me some. Just one person, real quick. You know what I mean? That you you guys admire, inspire you. How you celebrating Black History Month? Take it whatever you want. I mean, I celebrate it every day. So, but, I mean, I know that sounds cliche, but I do. Like, I live and breathe that in my house. Like, we are excellent. Um, I want to say, for real, like, I really look up to um, Obama, but my real role model for me was my dad. And he's still alive. Um, Great influence in my life. Great husband, great father. Um, so I'd, I'd be doing him a disservice if I gave it to anybody else but him. He's, he is black excellence. I'm a Kane guy, man. I'm a Dr. Martin Luther King guy for me personally. Um, you guys been in Chicago. Um, for I always, you know, I always get frustrated and, and flustered when I see the black on black crime in Chicago. And you guys been there, heard the stories. And so that always, when the black history month, and you know what I mean, I, I wish, I was moving on in Chicago. We can never get that real, true black activist in Chicago to help change that narrative. But I always, you know, think about King and how he was able to to provide change. So that's when I, that's always been my guy, and strictly because of the trials and tribulations that go on in, in, in my city. This is tough because 
to get where we're going, we have to understand where we've been. So black history is important. But when you think about black history, you think about trauma. And I'm just in a position right now, and I know it's not uh, popular and, 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 and convenient for everyone right now, but I want to celebrate black excellence. That's why I brought up Kanye. Kanye talked about, um, you know, Black Future Month. And, 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 you know, that's important. That's extremely important to push our community and our culture forward. But we can never forget where we've come from. Unfortunately, where we've come from is a place of trauma, it's a place of you know, real toil is a place of uh, th- uh, 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 surviving and not thriving. And, and so um, someone t- that, that really, you know, um, exemplifies uh, excellence and, and where I'm trying to go is Jay-Z. And that's kind of cliche because everyone like Jay-Z, 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 Jay-Z. But when I think about what he did in hip hop and in culture and, and what I would love to do in in media and sports, like he is that example. And, and so, you know, salute to Jay-Z, Black Excellence. And um, we're here celebrating Black History Month. But I know you celebrate every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Boom. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Spike, spike your skills. Fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta light the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past bad, work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.